I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to the Scottish Sun Football Podcast in conjunction with William Hill. My name is Andy Devlin and join me this afternoon my colleagues Colin Duncan, Gareth Law and Kenny Miller. Gentlemen, as the dust settles in another top flight season in Scotland, huge praise obviously, Gareth first of all towards goes towards Celtic and Brendan Rodgers completing the season unbeaten. Brendan Rodgers in the papers this morning, our back page saying that he doesn't think that achievement will be repeated in his lifetime. Is that a fair comment? I think it's a fair comment, although knowing the way Brendan Rodgers has been all season however well they've done he's always demanded more I think they probably asked them to go again next season and try and repeat it. I think obviously next season will be about, they've proved it at home, it's obviously Europe is is uh, where they look to achieve next season. Yeah, massive credit for everybody at Celtic. And last night's Scottish Football Writers Awards dinner, a clean sweep of awards there for Brendan Rodgers, Scott Sinclair and uh, Kieran Tierney. Thought they were all merited. Kenny, over 30 points of a difference to second place Aberdeen. The worry for the likes of Aberdeen, Rangers, you know, Hearts, if they can get themselves together in the summer, is that Celtic are obviously only going to strengthen further do you see the gap getting bigger next year? I do because the only people that are going to haul in Celtic are Celtic themselves. If they get complacent, that's the only way that other teams are going to get back in and you just don't see it happening. As Gareth says, you can see Brendan Rodgers strengthening further in the summer on and off the park. Celtic just seem to be hitting all the, all the right notes just now. Mm. And Colin, you and I were at the other end of the table on Saturday afternoon in New Douglas Park where Hamilton emerged as emphatic winners, it has to be said, over a, a pretty dreadful Dundee side. 4 nothing. that was enough to see them avoid automatic relegation. However, they now have a mouth-watering doubleheader against Dundee United. Michael Stewart, in our paper this morning, one of the Suns columnists, saying he fancies Dundee United to emerge and come back into the top flight. Having watched Hamilton at the weekend, is that something you'd go along with, or do you fancy Aki's to stay up? I think Aki's will stay up. I think Dundee United have done well to get this far but I've just got a funny feeling they're going to run out of steam you know when they play six games in such a short space mm. of time really really does take its toll and we've seen time and time again over the past few seasons how difficult it is for the teams in the, the championship to put one over in the, the team in the top flight you know it's so heavily weighted <coughs> in their favour plus Hamilton played really really you know you just wonder you know where they've been all mm. season they're mm. going to produce a performance like that I mean they had to win the pressure was really on them at the weekend you know, there was no margin for error and they went out and absolutely destroyed mm-hmm. Dundee. Were very, very good indeed. I just think that freshness, also the fact that the majority of that squad have been through the playoffs, you know, three years ago when they beat Hibs, they know what it takes, you know, and, and when the chips are down and I would I would think Hamilton have got the edge just in, in terms of the experience and just that, that freshness as well. The vice way Gareth played really well Aki's in the last two games were so unfortunate not to take something against Ross County at Dingle yeah. in the midweek. Seven wins all season. But as Colin says, they have a habit of producing a win when they seem to need it most. Yeah, Martin Canning said that. I think when they needed to beat Dundee a few weeks back, they mm. did that. I was at the Falkirk-Dundee United game on, on Friday night. I actually thought Falkirk were going to go through there. There was something that second half, Dundee United just got some energy from Simra. I 100% agree with what Colin says about being in long season and playing so many games. But it seemed an energy they, they, they've now got until Thursday, I think it is the first mm. game. And on top of that, 
there's a scan today for, for Mikey Devlin and Hamilton mm. I think that could be a big deciding factor yeah, it would look, in, in would both look, games it would look like him and yeah it, just, it, it didn't look very good particularly as nobody nobody was around yeah. him so I still think Hamilton might sneak it but I, mm. I don't think it's going to be I don't think it's going to be one way traffic I think mm. Dundee United could put up a I mean Simon Murray as well he's, he's come from yeah. you know, he's, he's hitting top form as well he looked really good on Friday so I, th- I don't think it'll be easy for Hamilton mm. 10 games unbeaten United Kenny you know as Colin says it's sometimes it's, it's weighted in, in, in the favour of the of the, the top flight team but you could argue for the momentum's with anyone it's with United you could argue Ray McInnes done some job because given he inherited a shambles like Simon Murray's out of contract and a few teams interested in him so he's hit form at the right time so if anyone's going to do something it'll be, it'll be him I just think Aki's a dogs of war Devlin would be a massive miss all Devlin's are all Devlin's are Devlin would be a massive miss but I just think Aki's love that a bit more steel about them and they'll mm. get over the line in terms of the playoffs themselves I mean I think we can all agree around the table here this afternoon gentlemen that they have been wonderful Colin first of all for Scottish football they really have you know injected a bit of drama a bit of excitement into the end of the season you know which more often than not was just petering out yeah but you look over the past you know the past few seasons we had you know refer back to when Hamilton beat Hibs I don't think anybody gave them a prayer that season they upset the odds go back to last season you know when Rain Rangers and Two season Rangers, Motherwell, you know, there was plenty of drama and incident there. This season, you know, the, the games have been absolutely fantastic. Mm. It was at the games with Dundee United Morton, plenty of goals. Same again with Falkirk, Dundee United mm. match again, plenty of goals, plenty of entertainment, end to end stuff. You know, they've been they've been they've been outstanding, yeah. you know, they really have been a worthy success. Gareth, for the for the losers it's it's pretty horrific, but for you know the winners it's it's elation, it's joy. Are you a fan of the, the playoffs? Yeah, and more for obviously the games have been great, but if you look at the championship this year. You know, the final few weeks of the championship mm. would have been a dead rubber. Yeah. Hibs, Hibs were up, so and, and, and even obviously the relegation playoff aspect of mm. who's going to be in the relegation playoff slot. But I think it just as much as the games themselves have been good, mm. it's actually extended the the interest and the the meaning to the season yeah. uh, more than it would have if if they weren't there. Yeah. You still do a one off final and two normal semis. I mm. think the, the setups are a bit ridiculous. And Colin said it's far too weighted in favour of the Premier team. Sure. And remiss of his gentlemen not to mention Inverness Cali Thistle who despite beating Motherwell three two on Saturday have succumbed to relegation falling through the trapdoor into the championship reports this afternoon that uh, Kenny Cameron will stand down as chairman Gareth where now for Cali Thistle? Well when you get a club legend like Charlie Christie speaking so passionately and from the heart talking about how they've been overtaken by Ross County mm. on and off the park talking about the club shop being in a porter cabin mm-hmm. and how that is not good enough for a, a top flight side I must admit Inverness lasted longer than I thought I thought I didn't think they'd take it to the final day like, like they did we've all been up to Inverness not a lot has changed at that club in accordance with, with their position in Scottish football over, over, over the past few years if anything some they've, they've gone backwards in some aspects so there's a lot of work as much off it as, as on it Richie Foran that's been a decision that's come back to haunt them he was given a long long term deal where they go next mm. he, he spoke, he's spoken quite openly yeah, and, and maybe too honestly at times and, and, and again on the weekend talked about mm. bad eggs in the dressing room mm. so um, it's a big summer for them both on and mm. off the bat yeah I was going to ask you Kenny I mean Richie Foran has got a touched on there talking about bad apples and ridding the dressing room of these bad apples is he going to be around to do that? I'd like to see him get another year I think if you place your faith in him and you always know it's going to be a difficult season at least give them one year to see if they can get it right I think he needs somebody to help with the recruitment because mm. the recruitment has been a shambles 
you look at that squad it's totally imbalanced and if there are bad apples then he has to hold his hands up and for, mm. for help and bring them there Major summers for, for most clubs you know, obviously out with Celtic who aside from looking towards Champions League you know everybody else are facing kind of major transition this summer Colin probably most notably Rangers Hearts Motherwell today have released eight players probably more to go Dundee as well can I ask you about Dundee we obviously watched them on Saturday Neil McCann you know he guided them to safety did a tremendous job first couple of games he didn't talk as if he was a, a man that was staying on did he? No you've got to give Neil McCann credit in the fact he was brought in to safeguard their, their top flight status mm. and he did that that was a brief and he carried that out Know that when when he came in, I mean, they were teetering on the brink. Not lost seven games on the on the bounce under Paul Hartley. You know there was a real real fear up at Dens Park that they were, they were going to slip back mm. into the the championship. So you know from that point of view, he's come in, he steadied the ship. He's got a couple of victories, but I mean the last couple of results, I think, have been a real real eye opener for him. You know just the huge changes that are needed. I mean that club spent a hell of a lot of money. Yeah. No, they're one of the biggest spenders mm. in the Premiership over the past couple of seasons. The amount of investment they've had, and they're st- you know they're still finishing tenth place. You know, clinging on by the, the skin of their teeth. So he's probably you know he's a clever guy. He's probably realised just the, the enormity of the job that you know what it's going to entail to, to get them back challenged and trying to get back into the top six. Whether he's going to be up for it. Only knows when he, he was non-committal afterwards. Mm. Also spoke to Dan Adi, the captain, about it and, and, and asked him, you know, what was his thoughts? Had he, the manager given the players any indication whether he was going to stay on or whether he was going to go back to the Sky Studios? He was as much in the dark as, as we are at the moment. Yeah. So it would be very, very interesting to see if, you know, if he's got the management bug and whether he wants to, to come back to it next season or whether he wants to go back to, the, to his job as a Sky analysis. Kenny can I ask you about Hearts there's obviously major change there as well the summer nine players are in January I think I'm right in saying correct me if I'm wrong is it going to be something similar in the summer I think they're talking about bringing in four or five I think it'll need to be double that again um, needs needs major major work there I think the Shulis is going to go Struner's going to go the, the right back they need strengthening all over the pitch big big summer for them mm-hmm. The justifiable excuses in January they came in late didn't have much time to prepare for that but and no, no excuses this time round. They have to get it right. Do the managers up to the job? Hundred nah. percent. Do, do they need to hit the ground running? I mean, if it's a bad start for for Ian Carthel, you mean he'll, he'll know what pressure is all about? It's a really difficult start because they're away from home. I think mm. for the first six games mm. where the stands been done up. So, no, I think he'll be under major, major pressure mm. if they don't have a good start. But justifiably so, you can't defend the mm. results. Gareth, looking at Rangers as well, we're expecting in the next 24 to 48 hours the list of players deemed supposed to requirements at the club by Pedro Cuxina. I think it could, could be quite a, a lengthy list. Well, will it though, in the sense that. Get, who can he get, yeah, can he get rid of? I mean, of the, he, the he might be telling, uh, he might be saying, well, they're free to clubs. get other yeah. clubs, but yeah. when you're these guys, are you going to command the wages mm-hmm. you can get at Rangers right now? So I think that's going to be as big so, a job getting them off as getting guys in. And if we're talking, say, you know, eight, nine players at Tynecastle could be more at Ibrox coming in you mean yes yeah I mean I think we've talked several several teams we've mentioned there Inverness Dundee the word that's been used has been recruitment mm. I don't know what it, it seems like from the outside looking in so many clubs recruitment is now such a massive mm. a massive part of managing a club do they actually invest you know again with it with the, the, amount, the amount of cash that, that, that when we look at Celtic look at Dan Bailey how much did he cost how much could he now, now bring them in that was the that's proof what what good good recruitment um, can do for a club and and particularly down the divisions particularly with the situation Rangers face themselves with now 
recruitment's going to be key. So I think I mean so many clubs this this, this summer yeah. have got um, have got major uh, have got major projects on their hands. For me, I'm going to ask you, but obviously you know praise Celtic uh, and rightly so for what they've achieved this season. For me, arguably the success story. I know last the last two results might not reflect that, but Partick Thistle, Colin, a, a top six finish, a brand new state of the art training academy on its way. You know, uh, really only Hearts and Hibs and Celtic Rangers can boast such a thing. Alan Archibald, year in, year out, continues to produce. Anybody else in, in, in amongst that bunch that, you know... I mean, I, mean, I think it's two to the, you know, apart from Celtic, probably the two other success stories you mentioned, Partick Thistle and St Johnston again. I mean, Tommy Wright, you just mm. year in, year out, you know, we've almost become blasé about how good a job he does. We, we've just all come to expect it. Go back to Partick Thistle, I do think Alan Archibald's one of the best young managers we've got around at the moment. Probably one of the only things I did tip right at the start of the season <laughs> was Partick Thistle. I said I thought they'd be in the top six. You know, they, they did get there after a poor start to the season. You know, he's got his recruitment right, he's, he's, the building bricks have been in place at the club. You know, they got a bit of investment from the lottery winners. He's spent, they've used the money well, you know, the, the, the infrastructure at the club's there, you know, it seems a happy camp. He's in a manager's got the ability to get the best out of his players, you know, you look at the improvement guys like Chris Dillon, Liam Lindsay this season, you know, they're all punching, you know, the club's been punching way above its weight. So, you know, he's been linked with other jobs, two or three other jobs this season. I think it is only a matter of time before a, a bigger club comes in and looks at, looks at him. As for other success, I mean, Tommy Wright and Johnson, fourth place yeah, again. Brilliant, brilliant. The limited resources that mm. they have. You know, year on year, he, he just keeps surprising yeah. everybody. Gareth, what about yourself? What's been your, you know, obviously Celtic, but I mean, what's been your, what else has caught your eye in terms of success stories? Well, when you were going to talk about your own success, who you thought was a success, I thought you were going to talk about Motherwell staying up at one point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a miracle. More than a success. I think, as, um, as Colin said, I think uh, I think St Johnston and, and Partick are the two, the two success stories that you could even look at. I mean, Kilmarnock, from where Kilmarnock were at the start of the season, mm-hmm. I think many of us thought that they might struggle. They brought in a whole host of lone players and tried players at the mm-hmm. start of the season under Lee Clark. I think since, um, I mean, when he left, they, they were relatively high up, but Lee McCulloch still hasn't got the job permanently mm-hmm. yet, but he's certainly put in a good task to, to mm-hmm. try and get the job in. Uh, yeah, we expect him to be confirmed yeah, as we look so stability there. Yeah, so what, what he's done there, I think the, the players seem to have responded to him, mm-hmm. and there seems to be a, a big respect for, for the knowledge he brings to, to the game, the, the, you know, the, some of the, the, the sort of the tactics, the, the different techniques he's brought in since he's taken over. I think they've really, uh, they've really enjoyed that. Interesting to see how he does when he lands the yeah. job. Kenny, what about you? What's, what's been your success? I agree on Lee McCulloch, actually. I, I don't mind saying in pre-season, I thought Kilmarnock would go down. I actually think they would have been right in amongst it had Lee Clark stayed. Mm-hmm. I thought their recruitment was the buzzword of the day. I thought his recruitment was shambolic. And I think Jack Ross deserves massive credit down in St Martin because mm-hmm. they were dead and they were gone. You don't know what would have happened to the, the future of that club had he not yeah. turned that around so spectacularly. So, no, Jack Ross for me. Also, I think, I mean, Falkirk, I know they lost on Friday, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, that whole to talk with Morton as well. I mean, to take Jim, it for Jim so Duffy, long, yeah. Jim Duffy, and obviously, you know, it's great for for the SPL that Hibs will be back. You know, a lot of people are arguing if Dundee United to come back, you know, they'll bring more to the table than perhaps Hamilton. There seems to be that school of thought. Yeah. Just finally on that, I'm going to then ask you all for a quick prediction, a quick playoff 
final prediction Colin Hamilton or Dundee United oh, Hamilton for me Hamilton Kenny Ackies Ackies and Gareth finally Hamilton just Hamilton and I'll go with Hamilton as well so that's guaranteed Dundee United will be <laughs> in the playoffs right if we can turn our attention to Hamden and Saturday the Scottish Cup final between Celtic and Aberdeen the two best teams in the country going head to head for the final piece of silverware this season and gentlemen, well, we may have to say Celtic are, are, are obviously outstanding favourites, but Aberdeen, tremendous win yesterday at Fair Hill. Gareth, is it you know is it a case of Celtic just turning up and, and claiming the treble? Pretty much, and that's as much down to how good Celtic are as to mm. that's no disrespect to Aberdeen. I just think we've all seen Celtic far and away the best team in the country. I was there, so Aberdeen beat Partick yesterday the young winger who scored the hat-trick Scott Wright looked very very impressive Ryan Jack was back for the second half but I just think Celtic Celtic have got too much Mm. I think even even if Ryan Jack is past fit to play Mm. and Derek McInnes deems him you know, right to play. You know, with the, this impending Rangers move, I still don't think I still don't think they've got enough in mm. midfield to take on Celtic, and I don't think the defence is mm. is up to it either. Kenny, you know, history is littered with you know favourites coming up short and whatever else. But what you you get a sense with a Celtic team, and especially Brendan Rodgers, that complacency just doesn't come into it. No, they, they they've broken so many records this year. The the benchmark is set so high. I just think Celtic could blow Aberdeen away on the day. Too many of Celtic's big hitters are on form just now. Lee Griffiths has got the bit between his teeth. Callum McGregor, I think, was unlucky not to make the Scotland squad. And uh, as Gareth says, nothing against Aberdeen, but it's, it's Celtic's trophy. Yeah. I, I just hope Aberdeen have got the guts to, to give Scott Wright a go because mm. I think he's had to wait far too long for a chance and he showed against this all why he's deserving of it. I don't think he will. I think no, I think, won't. I think no, he'll won't. go back to his tried and tested. Now McGinn was on the bench yesterday. Yeah. You know, he, he took. Kenny McLean off at half time mm-hmm. he was clearly looking at, at Hamden mm-hmm. yesterday I mean Colin Aberdeen didn't put up a fight uh, in the in the League Cup final against Celtic again huge summer probably at Petodre for Derek McInnes in terms of staff turnover he's done a tremendous job second place in the league two cup finals but he will be determined that his players you know, put up more of a fight than they did at Hamden in the League Cup final yeah I mean I think I mean, that, that, that's the, the difficulty of the task uh, facing him you know the fact that Nobody's been able to lay a, gl- a, lo- a glove on Celtic this season. You know, they've, they've strolled through the entire league campaign. I think they've also played Aberdeen is it five times this season. I think it's like an aggregate of fourteen mm. two, mm. and it's not even close. You know, I mean, mm. Aberdeen did well after going three 0 behind the last time, and it was damage limitation. Bounced back. You know, they've, they've gone and beaten Rangers and they finished the season well at Partick Thistle. The key is if Celtic score first, then it's mm-hmm. Celtic will, will stroll away with it. There's, I've got no absolutely no, no doubt about that. You know, there could be three, four. Key for Aberdeen is have to keep it tight for as long as it possibly can. Hope the nerves, you know, set in Celtic the enormity of what they're trying to achieve. Maybe hope that that gets to them and, and just keep it tight for as long as they can. But I think if Celtic score first, then it, it's game over. If Aberdeen can get them at half time, mm-hmm. all square. Then second half, then it, they Celtic might. Say might because we haven't seen it yet. Get a little bit nervy as the uh, urge towards the treble. Prediction time then, Colin. I think Celtic three one. Oh, yeah, a ghost scoreline prediction, Gareth. Yeah, I wouldn't go. Yeah, three one, three nil, three nil, and Kenny. Three nil Celtic. Three nil Celtic. There you are. Thanks very much for joining us. 
secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. With her partners, William Hill.